Welcome back to Movie Drunks, where we watch movies, we get drunk, and sometimes we talk about the movie. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. We definitely don't talk about the movie because of me, Supper. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Who are you? She's just that bitch. A dumb <laughs> fucking slut. Wow, okay. Get some mood Whoa, look at my here. nails! Yeah, you do look like you, um... That actually looks really cool. Right? They are pretty cool. Yeah, look at the yellow. But then fake Spoiler nails. alert. Uh, I got my nails done today. Thank you, DMB, for paying for them. Anytime. I love you very much. Um, and they are, a, they by they, the one is a bright-ass yellow in this blue lighting right now. Yeah. And it's a vibe. It is a vibe. So, Danny, what are we watching this week? Uh, we're going to watch Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a TV edited version. We're not positive. Yeah, I couldn't find anything I to see. I don't know if it's going to be that different. Like, So we saw Bohemian Rhapsody in theaters when it came out. And Same. I don't remember anything being that, like, risque. Okay. I just remember, there's, I mean, there's, there's some party scenes. There's another movie that we're going to be watching soon that I will not name yet. This is part one of two. would definitely be... A mod- like there would definitely be a TV modified version. This one I'm not expecting. I think it's going to be fine. I just um, spoiler alert. I don't like this movie very much. Yeah, yeah no, me neither. It was okay. Oh, There's fun. definitely a better one that we're going to watch soon. You know what to do about. We're not going to talk about it because today we will focus on Bohemian Rhapsody and Freddie Mercury and how like he was cool and all. Yeah, Queen is cool and all. Their music is good. Their music is not better. Their music is fine. The movie is shit. Well, mm. Their music's not better than what? Sorry, I'm looking at you through like this little slit in the boom arm. Then, like, then the other movie. Yeah, yeah. Wait, the, the wait, the the movie's music isn't better than the other movie. No, or like Queen. Queen their oh, music. So you like the other artists. I like <laughs> music more than I like Queen. Can I just get what we were watching? Cool. No, it so. didn't. Anyway, but this is part one of two of these movies that we're going to kind of compare bad. here. <laughs> so, anyway, well, it's going to be part one of two. So we're yeah. just going to leave it. Part at one that. of two. God, we're doing a little mini series. Two episode arc. Do you it, want was, to, it was. It was. Yep. <laughs> Why? Uh, we can say part one of two because okay. we're comparing them. No, she no, said I know. <laughs> I know. I just bleep it out. Okay, well, no. So here's the okay. thing. We're okay. going to fucking talk about it. When we start, after we watch the movie, I'm gonna talk about it. Yeah. I'm not gonna not talk about it. The reason we're watching this one is because we can Yes, because I want to compare these two because they came out same year, very similar times. And they're very, like, they're the same movie. Yeah. Like, it's It's the same, like, Rise and Fall of the Musician. Yeah, exactly. And Redemption. Well, no, I would say it's not really a. No, I guess it is a, a rise and a fall and a redemption. Never mind. Yeah. I just That's like the standard me. like biopic for yeah. artists and stuff. Mm. And we're going to watch this one today. Yep. Talk about why it's shit. And then we're going to watch the next one well, next week. You guys week. are. You guys are. We're going to watch the next one next week and talk about how it did literally everything better than this movie and why. All right. Well, so let's get to the drinking rules for this movie. Um, so, whenever the words queen... Live Aid or Family are said, we drink. Because, you know, this movie's all about family. It's like Band-Aid. Oh, boy. <laughs> Band-Aid. Whenever Freddy ah, looks longingly at another back. man, we drink. Me. Tag yourself, I'm Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whenever there's a phone call, we drink. Oh, uh, okay. Um, whenever a Queen song is played, we drink. <laughs> oh, fuck That's... me. Whenever there's a montage... We drink. Jesus Christ! That's like the ha- that's all of it. So are we like <laughs> are we are we finishing our drink when they like record Bohemian Rhapsody itself? Basically, when there is tension with Freddie's family or love life, we drink. Okay. So when any scene with the, with the family when Freddie is shirtless, we drink. Okay. We finish our drink when they play Live Aid, like when they just start the the show. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's. Yeah. That's when we drink. That's when we finish the drink. So I don't imagine there's going to be too many. Well, actually, no, because only whenever the Queen songs start, that'll be like after after we finish our drink. But because they're going to play songs at Live Aid, yeah, Queen songs. Yeah, it's we're not going to drink for that scene. We're just going to finish our drink. We're just going to enjoy the last but like half when hour. Yeah, but when there's other drinks involved with Queen songs, we're drinking. Okay. Other than that scene, 
I am down with that. Okay. Let's get to it. Three, two, one. Move it, Okay. Okay. We back. We back. Hello. I'm just going to copy you, okay? Wait. Don't copy me. Don't copy me, okay? Can I get have out. a red blanket? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> red blanket. You really want a red blanket? I'm freezing. Alright, I'll get you a red blanket. It is a little chilly in here. Not gonna lie. I'm just gonna pull down my sleeves now. You should <sighs> buy this crystal dampy. No no crystals. Why? It's his favorite. Why is it his how is it his favorite? I never turned Amethyst off on crystals. This is my favorite. Amethyst, rock. Yeah. Get ne- your amethyst pieces. Nope. No, don't. We're not doing You're already this. standing up. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm already in the room. We'll talk about this another time. Um, Wait, don't start it. So. Don't start it. Stop. Hello. Okay, so, Bohemian Rhapsody. I want you two to talk about it first. Since you I'm... two. Oops, he's. Okay. What? So, I want you two to talk about Bohemian Rhapsody first and why you. Say you don't think it's the better of the two between Rocket Man and Spoiler alert, we're watching Rocket Man next week. And they already know that. <laughs> I'm sure you figured it out. So I guess we're not bleeping it? No, um, we're not. Not okay. in this part. In the intro, sure. Well if they if they make it this far then they they'll if they're, they're gonna, this they're the they're gonna listen next week anyway. <laughs> Alright, so go ahead. Hang on, I just need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to know. I thought you were gonna go first. Oh, Dan, yeah, you no, no, start. No. Stop! Jesus Christ, we're echoey. Ah. Anyway, um, <laughs> considering I have friends who are like, yeah, I'll listen to your podcast. I'll just like put it on mute and play it in the background so you get views. Oh. Like, I'll I'll take it, I guess. Why don't you just want to actually listen me, to it? It makes me a little sad. R.I.P. But like, I'll take it. <laughs> um, anyway. We have some genuine I content. have to give it a little credit. Okay. It was better the second time around. All right. I agree. Bam. It's still no Rocket Man. Rocket Man blows it out. I've, seen, I've seen Rocket Man <laughs> multiple times. Rocket yeah. Man is so good. I've never Rocket seen Rocket Man is much better. This one isn't as bad as I thought it was. There's still a lot of problems with it that I think we're going to address. Okay. Mainly pacing. That's the problem. The problem is the pacing. Pacing period. and to a lesser extent editing okay um i also i don't know i i said this as we were watching the movie i feel like you can kind of tell that the most work went into live aid uh-huh. because live aid is literally the only part of the movie that gets more than like two minutes of time period like and again to kind of like dip back to the pacing a little bit we i feel like in the entire movie we skim over everything really 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 fast it's like you just you're skimming through those first like 10 or 15 years or like whatever it is in like a blink of an eye and then you're spending 30 minutes on live aid yeah that's exactly and it's like you like you you see the the band forms in a second and then like you go from like him and mary meeting to basically like that them being married like immediately yeah and yada yada and then they're they're breaking up and then like you kind of I mean, like, you gradually see Freddy, Freddy getting sick over time. Like, I'll give them that. Yeah. But it's, like, you go from seeing them in the pub to being, like, big in, like, five minutes. Where we spend 20 minutes on Live Aid. And while I think Live Aid was really, really cool, and I'm glad they did it the way that I did. Like, I'm really glad that it was cool seeing them put the work in. To see, like, a high-quality version of Live Aid, like, in our time. Mm-hmm. But it sucks because, like, they put all this work and probably, like, a good chunk of the budget and everything into what is mostly a bonus feature. Because they don't even have the full Live Aid clip in the movie, which I'm glad. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, We skipped the last ten minutes of the movie just because, like, I don't want to watch Live Aid again. Yeah, it's... it's in my opinion, it doesn't really add anything to no to the story. No, of, they could they could like, have just they have you know they have some nice end credits talking about like Freddie's passing and everything and, and like what everyone else has like done since Queen and like that's cool. But like I saw it when I saw the movie in theaters and I'm like okay yeah. 
Do you have anything else to add to that? Uh, I mean, I have I have a lot of specifics. Yeah, like, yeah, but, but like just to open things up. Yeah, let's not get into that just yet. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. The pacing's all over the place. It, it, it we rush through the first act, and then we are in death and or like despair of Freddy's downfall for like half the movie or like mm-hmm. more than half the movie, and then all of a sudden they just get they just resolve it in one conversation. Well, so I. Don't have a problem with seeing Fred. Like I don't think that Freddy's downfall being half of the movie is a bad thing. I kind of like Agreed. it. I think it's more. It's more than half, though. Like, I think it was interesting. I was going to get in, into that later because that's more specifics. But I wish, it, like, if we're going to view it in terms of like looking at his downfall into his redemption, I wish you saw a bit more of the like resolution and them making up and everything. I wish you got a little bit more of that. Uh-huh. Like seeing it a bit more over time, rather than like Mary showing up and then like immediately being like, "Yeah, I guess we'll do it." Mm-hmm. I j- I just have a problem. But with, I like... don't. I like seeing Freddy's downfall because it's kind of something that you don't see in depth a lot. I mean, specifically Freddy, maybe not, but I know in these types of movies. Well, you yeah, yeah, yeah. See but that. I mean, like, like we're talking with the actual artist and the actual person you don't see like a lot of their personal life most of the time and you like you see like their downfall to through tabloids but you don't actually see how it affects them in terms of their relationships and their friendships with like their their loved ones and their family members and the bandmates and everything completely agree with that so like like i'm really really interested because um in like a week demi lovato is coming out with a documentary on youtube about her addiction and everything and, like, her, like, transition from Disney to now. And, like, even in the trailer, like, it talks about how, like, she, when she overdosed the first time, like, the, the big, her big overdose, she had, like, three strokes on a heart attack. And if the, like, medics didn't, sh- if they showed up, like, less than, like, two minutes later, she would have been dead. So I'm really excited to see that documentary because that's stuff you never would have known. Uh-huh. And, like, well, Bohemian Rhapsody is a much more, like, toned down version of that. And it's obviously, it's like, Freddie didn't write it himself. Like, it's cool seeing that more, like, personal kind of, like... Like, it's nice seeing the darker side of it and showing that, like, fame isn't perfect and everything, obviously. Yeah. But that's also why I like Rocket Man more, is because you, like... Because Elton John worked so hands-on with Rocket Man, you really, really get that nitty-gritty of his story, and you really get the full, like, redemption arc where Freddy is just cool... Dip, 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 dip. Eh. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Just a second. You see, Yes, I get the point. I've never seen Rocket Man. I know, so and I'm like, that's that why like, I'm leaving it there. Like, You said Rocket Man. Yeah, we don't want to spoil it for him. You said Ellen John works with him on this movie. I mean, the whole band of Queen works on this movie as well. Well, at least Roger and well, Brian so May. The, they the both... only downside with this is obviously <laughs> Freddy can't work on the movie yes. about Freddy. Obviously. That's just the one downside where, like, yeah. Elton John, like, him and Taron Edgerton are, like, quite good friends now. So, obviously, Elton John worked on the movie about Elton John. And, like, that's not, I'm like, I'm not faulting Bohemian Rhapsody for that. It's, like, you can't work with a dead guy on a movie about him. Uh-huh. Like, I, like, I'm not saying, like, I mean, it's, I'm they- not saying that Rocket Man. Like, well, I mean, I am saying that Rocketman did that better. I'm just saying, like, the reason I like Rocketman more is because you get that personal touch that, unfortunately, you can't fully get with this one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. Um, I mean, I don't know. I want to... Oh. You go, you go. Okay. You so, yeah, I mean, getting to my main points about this movie, like, um... Yeah, the pacing's all over the place because they switched directors in the middle of it. Like yeah. Brian Singer got yeah. thrown out, and mm-hmm. Dexter Fletcher that. came in and took over. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was like half or three. I don't know where it was in the movie when they, he took over, but obviously with two different directors, two different visions, you're going to get two different movies. Yeah, and that coming together is a fucking disaster most of the time, unless it's the Russo brothers. Yes, like I, <laughs> I'll give it a partial pass. Because like that, like that's happened a lot. Where um, so Rooster Teeth has this animated series called Ruby, and the first season or two were like fantastic, and then the creator of Ruby died, and his who, um, who was it? I think his name is Monty. 
he had a like spur of the moment really bad allergic reaction to something one day and like died like hours later it was crazy it like came out of nowhere that's awful yep but um a couple of the like co-creators and animators took over and it wasn't the same for a while and like ruby is still incredibly popular now Mm -hmm. like they kind of like they picked it back up but it was really really hard making that sudden transition from monty's vision to new people trying to come in and like recreate that through their eyes so like like i understand like like you have to give them a partial pass of coming into like a half completed work but it's still rough yeah and i mean like it's probably but i mean is it better to release a rough movie or really like refilm everything and delay it because we've seen what happened to movies that get delayed not because of COVID reasons, but because of production reasons. I think... Like, look at New Mutants right now. <laughs> Not saying that that would have... It didn't yeah. get refilmed, though. I don't think. It had reshoots for a little bit. Yeah. But it, it didn't wasn't... get fully refilmed. But, like, what I'm saying is, like, if Bohemian Rhapsody got some reshoots... More often than not, reshoot movies are bad. Are bad. Their and development I mean, hell movies are, are worse. It was so. still good enough to get them some Oscar nominations and a win, at least. Yeah, yeah, it... I'm just not a fan of how it came together. It's just an unfortunate circumstance of just the pacing is just all over the place for me specifically. Why? I mean, Why is it all over the place for you? What exactly is all over the place for you? He's going to talk about the scene. I want. I want to talk. I want to talk about this. Go ahead. Okay. Well. Okay. So first of all, um, I said a bit too fast for the formation of the band. They're already on tour. Agreed. Um, from like the second scene that they're mm-hmm. together. Um, Agreed. I want to, and then. They skip them coming up with all these iconic songs. They they don't we don't see like, how Killer Queen is come up with. We see Bohemian Rhapsody in that's like the name of the movie. Yeah, for like but that's like a middle chunk that has no specific place in the movie. There's no how does it have no specific well, place in the movie? There's no specific plot point in like see I'm looking at this from like a structure wise and like I think how I wrote it actually another note. Um uh, they rush through Act One, which should be the first half, and spend so long in the downfall for two acts, then shoehorn in Queen, Queen's biggest hits. What do you mean the downfall? What part? What do you mean exactly? It, like, they spend so long on just Freddie in like, I mean, I guess that's where the real drama is with this tension between the band and like, and Freddie leaving and Freddie having like his mental breakdown and stuff, but like. It's just, it's too I'm, much of the movie, and we don't see enough of the rise. We, we skate past the rise of it. So I don't think the problem here is not seeing the... I'm okay with skimming over the making of the songs. I like seeing Bohemian Rhapsody being made, because I think it is, like, their most original and unique song. So I mm-hmm. like seeing the process behind that. But I'm okay with not seeing the others. But I do agree with the fact that I wanted to see more of the band forming in their rise to success, rather than the specific songs. How exactly would you So it's that, like. Though? I mean, like you see their you see their meeting with Reed yes. and then they're immediately touring. Yeah, they're, like, they're like it's we're like, famous now. Yeah, so he's like, "Oh, like if like we'll try to get you on the radio and we'll try for TV and then we'll consider tours." And you see like their brief thing with BBC and they're just like immediately like in Cleveland and in the US now. And okay. it's like there's that jump from like, "Oh, like I'll see what I can get you. Like, obviously, everyone wants big, but we'll consider a promotional tour in Japan. And then they're jumping to the States, and they're huge, and everyone's there. Okay. So, like, while I agree with that, I don't think we needed to see the making of every single song, because I think it would have been repetitive, and I think that would have been boring. Yes. You can go now. I'm sorry. No, no. You have very good points there. Like, yes, it's definitely, like... <sighs> yeah. The songs, yeah, you can skip that. No mm-hmm. doubt. You don't need to have that. But, like, the formation of the band, the camaraderie between the bandmates, you need to see a little bit more of that. It, I, I agree. Especially because, like, I wanted to see, like, you know, like, when they skip forward in time a little bit, like, when Freddie gets his house, you see that, like, Roger mentions he can't stay because he has a wife and kids. Like, I want to see some of that. Especially because since Freddie couldn't work on the movie, very obviously... We really didn't get to see a lot of the other band members, and I would have liked to see like a small portion of it. I have no idea who the bass player's but, name is. John. Okay. Okay. But the John. thing with Roger, it's not relevant to the story. I mean, well, like yes see, and no. That's the thing. Was this was this movie supposed to be about Freddie or was it supposed to be about Queen? Because the, so the movie is definitely not about Queen. The movie is about Freddie. Right. For most of the movie, yes, it's about Freddie. I wish we could have had a little bit more of queen 
But, like, that's having to juggle four different people. Like, well, you'd actually, have to see deep, dive deep into their lives as a whole. It's well, like, easier to focus even, on one person. Like, like, they I did it with Straight Outta Compton. That's well, all see, I never saw it, so I couldn't tell you. They did it with I that. I would have been fine with just seeing, like, the very brief... Like, even if we just saw Roger's family once, or, like, knew anything about Brian other than astrophysics, or knew anything about John, period. Like, mm-hmm. even just, like, the smallest glimpse, like, even a montage of their lives briefly, like... I would have been fine with it. Like, what were they doing when Freddie was, like, having his breakdown with Paul and when he was trying to make his own album and stuff? Like, exactly. they existed. They, they they were still real. You know, actually, I, I didn't realize how, how good of a comparison Straight Outta Compton was, but they do roughly the same things where they, they have a rise, mm-hmm. they have a falling out, and then mm-hmm. but you do see the aftermath, no pun intended, for um, what they do. Of what like each member is doing in the meantime, yeah. and I think he got AIDS, so like, I it, think it's it, kind of a very decent I would analogy. Have preferred to see a little bit less of Freddie like getting sicker and sicker, and see, I would have like that specific moment of when Freddie leaves the band to when Mary shows up. I would have preferred to see like less in between of that and see a little bit more of what the others were doing, even if it was like very briefly. Yeah, that's all we need, because, like, sure, they're not the most important, like, like part like, of this movie. Like, if we had, like, a montage with, like, somebody to love playing in the background, and you start seeing Freddie getting sick and having these breakdowns while, like, he's recording his album, and then you see, like, like stuff going on with, like, Roger and his family and, like, Brian and John or whatever. Yeah, they're doing and then, well off and, and stuff. And then, like, Mary shows up. Yeah. And then you see Freddie's fight with Paul, and then, like, all of a sudden they're back talking about Live Aid again. I did think that, like, the... Mon- like, how the, did they get back to that point? Like, this super serious, kind of, like, super downfall montage of Freddy mm-hmm. was, ironically, too fast. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just, oh, okay, he's partying too much. What else can you say mm-hmm. other than that he's partying too much? And now he, ha- now he has AIDS. But, yeah, including the other band members would have been perfect in that scene. And then, because that would have given a breakup for, like, you know, that could, then you could extend that to, like two three minutes mm-hmm. of genuine like good storytelling screen time right there even if it's just a montage yeah like yeah. definitely just give me like exactly. something <laughs> other than freddy i you see i can agree with that easily i can agree with that um let's see i mean uh, i'm not gonna notes? lie the second time watching this this it did <clears throat> it did like it grew on me a little bit because yeah. it's like it's it. It wasn't just about the music now, because the first time it's like it really felt like they're hitting you in the face of just like this. Like, oh look at all this Queen music you used to love. I really, really, really wish that they redid the music. Yeah, I mean, well, they they sort of okay. did. They sort of okay. did because yes, they want- hired a they hired a sound alike to play to like sing Freddie's parts, like the okay. Happy Birthday song and stuff. So, that was a, a, a sound alike. But- this is what that is. Let me get into that quickly, because uh, I have a note on that. Mark Martell, he's a Canadian singer. Mm-hmm. He mixed his voice with Freddie's and Rami Malek's, and mm-hmm. that's how they got the live versions of the songs. So they they, they did that for Happy Birthday, um, for the when pub he, all scene. the live songs. Yeah, when he's first singing in front of them, when they were the singing lot. them. Okay, not just that. Like it was all the live songs. Oh, every live because I could have sworn. Song. I could have sworn because that sounded like the Bohemian Rhapsody, like when they're playing that live, not that Live Aid, but the one the first time they play it live. I swear to God, that sounds exactly like the. I don't like know the about soundtrack. that. Uh, I know for the Live Aid for sure. Yes, it was this, but I don't know about that one. But like even like some other ones when they're like practicing the songs, like those are mar- yeah, those are all three of them mixed together. Like diegetically, it's it's the, it's like the mix of all three, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's what it's supposed to be. Which, hey, that's good. I just, I just like the fact that Taron Edgerton actually sang all the music for for Rocket Man. I think that that leads. I mean, if we're comparing the two, right? With the, yes, that's what we're yes, comparing. yes, absolutely. I yeah, I think comparing the two, Taron Edgerton, just the fact that he re-recorded every song and he his vocals are the only vocals in the movie. I, I give it more credit. Okay. Um. Yeah. So not only if we're if we're talking about Taron Edgerton, right? I was googling. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming yeah. we're talking. Okay, yes. so the only, not only was Taron Edgerton redid every single song in Rocket Man with his vocals, but not only that, mm, a good chunk of them were live recorded too. So like, while some of them were studio recordings, 
like probably like a third of the songs in that movie are just like live shot like i know your song is mm-hmm. and then oop, that's gonna sound awful um parts of i'm still standing was mm-hmm. and then a couple others that's what i double liked it's because like when you when, like when i think of movies where the vocals are live recorded i think of les mis and i'm just like mm-hmm. you think of russell crowe and you're just like no Ugh. i think of van hathaway and i shouldn't really be shitting <laughs> on her for, i shouldn't really be shitting on her for that one because like holy fuck with all that emotion she brought in she poured into that that bitch killed it <laughs> i know but it's, remember that it's funny hey Anne hathaway what's your favorite <laughs> brand of gum it's funny. um but if we're gonna talk about memes for a minute um let's acknowledge how every single tiktoker impersonating rami malik is spot on like yeah. when he does the faces when he's like <laughs> yeah like it's it's perfect he sucks in his lower yes, lip and he then... does this man <laughs> is kinda... such an interesting individual but and that's, but that's kind of what freddie mercury looked like so, so it's also kind of how he has to do with a prosthetic jaw. you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so... yeah. Well, but no it's not even just like, it's not even just Freddie Mercury, Rami Malek. It's kind of just who he is now. Like, that's kind of just, like, he just does that. I haven't really that. seen interviews since. Um, but. but I know we, you had a note about it. You mentioned it during the movie. Let's talk about how perfect the casting of Freddie Mercury was. Yes. Yeah. I cannot think of a better person. Well, so, ironic. Well, Dan brought up the fact, like, oh, I, I saw who almost got cast in this movie. <laughs> I, for a long time... Sasha Baron Cohen was the kind of go-to guy for this. Everyone wanted to see him for the, for a while. I don't think and he could have done it. I, seeing, I think he Rami, seeing Rami Malek in the role now, I can't see anything else. I agree. There's another person that I saw while scrolling through. Uh, John Ham or some shit. The no, fuck? No. I don't know. No, it was Ben Wishaw, the guy who played Q in the new James Bond movies. I don't He's know who that young. is. No. He's too young. That... I don't See, think but I think worked. Sasha Baron Cohen's too old. Also too tall. He's definitely yeah, right. too as tall. We, as as yeah, we discovered, sure. Freddie Mercury was 5'10", right? Hmm. As we talked Remember about when I in said the movie. Exactly. I was like, oh, Sasha Baron Cohen's too tall. And you're like, what do you mean? Freddie was like 6'4". I'm like, no, he was definitely <laughs> like 5'10". <laughs> Freddie Mercury was exactly 5'10". Yeah, he... Oh, fuck. Who is the he's Ben Wishaw? Ben... Ben Wishaw. Ben Wishaw. Yeah, he looks. He, I, he could not. He Who could are not you? I think off. he could pull it no. off, but he's too young. No, he's way too young. No, he doesn't look like him. He just no. doesn't. And I'm sorry, no. unless you completely prostheticize his face. I think his eyes are too wide. Mm, fair. Like he has very like flat, long eyes. Yeah, yeah. That's also not what I'm no, used to seeing from him. But um, I'm used to seeing clean shaven. Clean shaved. That's cool. Clean cut. Um, yeah, well, Seth hasn't seen any like the new James Bond movies. The, uh, I haven't Royale. seen a single James Bond movie. That's a lie. I've seen uh, Goldfinger. <laughs> finger. 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 Yeah. Finger. All right. So we wanted to cut uh, in here and finger. <laughs> Oops. Table. Want to cut in here and talk about some James Bond movies? Um, Danny, I think we've talked about this before, but your favorite, I believe, is Casino Royale. Right? Yes, it's the perfect origin story for James Bond. With the perfect James Bond. No cap. No cap. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> wow. Yeah, minus Skyfall. It's the perfect tragic story that also has a great story to it. It's very well done. And Is he the best Judy James Bond, Dench though? Kills it. I Dan like Craig kills it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I like when he sang songs of Mamma Mia. Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. <laughs> well... That's a at James least, Bond. At least that's movie. a James Bond. She's, she's on the right track. She's thinking. I'm making connections yeah. here. It's you seen Goldfinger? I did new. not really watch Casino Royale. Well, the newest ones that he's in are uh, that's cool. Skyfall Inspector. Um, the other perfect casting we can address is whoever the fuck played Brian May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'm pretty sure it was Brian May. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just they went back in time. He just he is a time traveler. He just reversed himself. Like, you yeah. know that fucking dog shit de-aging they did for um, Mark Hamill in Mandalorian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They should have applied the technology that they definitely used on Brian May in Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> to that, because there's no way this is not a different man. That's a good point. That's I'm a really convinced. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Bless oh, God. you. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, let's see. Um, 
Um, um, um. I have okay, so I have I have something that like it's not really related to the movie, but it's related to Bohemian Rhapsody of the the, the song. Okay, and I'm not sure if I want to wait to cut it in or not. Okay, if I want well, because it's kind of it's very interesting. Welcome to Structure 101 with your host Danny Wass. It's me. Hi, so I have another Structure 101 for you people, but it is <laughs> but but it is the song. So instead of Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie, it's about the song because it follows the monomyth. Did you, did you know that, Dan? I don't know what that even is. The hero's journey? Oh, okay. Yeah. You should have said that. All right. So first part, hero starts in the first part of the ballad by inciting incident of killing a man. Because he's like, mama, ooh, ooh, kill the man. Yeah, the meme. Yeah, the meme. <laughs> mama. Uh, then the hero comes to term with his mistakes during act one. Then he is successful until the solo where it starts in a good place and ends in a wonky bad place. So, you know, it's like, and then, yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. So that's like, this is the lowest point where the hero meets the literal devil, Beelzebub. And, yes. you know, he won't let me go, right? Mm-hmm. Then the hard rock section is like, the kind of, like drags us out of the abyss on an up note. Like, you know, like, like you know, because it's kind of like, yeah, we're, we're winning again. The second act or whatever mm-hmm. um then the atonement slash return is when he realizes nothing really matters to him yeah that also goes on a few different levels because i think he may not have like made it very obvious in the song that he's struggling with being gay yeah but like you know sparing his life from his monstrosity yeah like that type of thing like it's it's in there it's hidden under like it's so cool in, in the lyrics and everything it's very well done. The song is it, it is their their most famous song. Oh uh, yeah, for I'd sure. say it's their besides it's We Will Rock You. What'd you say? Besides We Will Rock You. Yeah, but it's their masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the magnum opus. Okay, you're getting too philosophical. Open here. up the butthole. What? And that was Structure One Hundred and One with your host Danny Wass. That with me. Let's talk about something else. What's your go-to Queen song? Stop! No, I'm not ready for that yet. That's my next <laughs> note. We're not supposed to talk about this yet. We will come back to this. Okay, we'll come back to okay. that. Okay. Um, Reed. What's his first name? David? John? John Reed, yeah. John Reed. Awful. Um, Terrible person. Awful human being. First of all, much hotter and much slimier in Rocket Man. Second of all... Wait, what? He's in Rocket Man? He, Richard they Madden literally plays said him, I'm pretty he sure. Was Elton, he works with Elton John. Well, shit. They said I, that when they the introduced him. No. Damn. But it is really funny because um, <laughs> the man who plays John Reed in this movie plays Littlefinger in Game of Thrones, and the man who plays John Reed in Rocket Man plays um, Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. He remembered. I'm so happy. Of course, I love Rob Stark. <laughs> what a guy! Tragic ending. He was also in 1917. Oh my god! He Let's was. not talk about that. No, 1917 is so good. I'm always on to talk about 1917. Okay, but let's get off that topic. Why did no? So like. They're like, oh, he works with Elton John. You think? Like, I don't know the exact timeline of these two movies. I want to find out where they line up. And when they found out that John Reed was a really slimy, scummy human being because of the way he treated Elton John. It had to have been, like, really early on. Because in both movies, he's just portrayed as the biggest asshole just ever. He wasn't the worst in... No, no, no. Like, Reed was He tried to break up Queen. No. That was Paul. No. Paul no. is the villain in Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, really? Reed is the villain in Rocket Man. But no, because really... Reed was like saying, hey, maybe we should have a solo career for you and break up Queen. Was that Reed or was that Paul? That was Reed. They were both shit. Yeah. They're both yeah, awful just... people. <laughs> Paul is worse in this movie, definitely. Reed is so but... much worse in Rocket Man, so it's really interesting seeing the same person mm-hmm. yeah. portrayed so differently in other movies. Now. What are your top five Queen songs? My top five. Shit. I only you know like three. Scroll back in my yes. top five. Um, okay. I mean, my I'm I'm a bitch. Mine's Bohemian Rhapsody. Your top five, she said. Okay, Can Bohemian you do a top Rhapsody. Five? Um, uh, we will rock you. You. We are the champions. Mm, okay. Ooh, um, Brighton Rock, because of really? Baby Driver. Baby, that guitar solo is fucking awesome. Yeah, it is, but like, really? Yes. All right. And then Under Pressure. Mm. That's number five? Yeah. 
All right. Dan, do so yours. It's no. close with an because mine are best. mine are wrong. So do yours. Okay. No, so. no, Killer Queen, Killer Queen. Number five no, is Killer no, Queen. No, no, you can't change your mind here. Number five is Killer Queen. Killer Queen is number one. Thank you very much. Killer <laughs> Queen right. is also not my. So number I'm going to go five to one here. Okay. So five is Killer Queen. I know. Four, another one bites the dust. No. Three, we will rock you. Stop. Two, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. One, Under Pressure. Where is Don't Stop Me Now? <laughs> That's number 12, I think. What the fuck is wrong with this man? You all have awful taste. It is taste. 12. You right. all have awful taste. All right. Number What's, five. What you got? Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Number four. Don't Stop Me Now. Okay. Number three. Killer Queen. Okay. Number two, Somebody to Love. It's a good one. Number one, Love of My Life. See, see Love no, of My Life is I see why butt. you say those songs. I love the slow songs. See, I, 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 see why you, I see why you like those. I, I get it. But like... She likes Rex Orange County. I'm not the big love song queen no. fan. Love of My Life is such a good song. No, I'm not saying it's not good. Such a good they're, song. They're, all of those are my top 50. Thank you. So like, it's just... I'm a little offended that it's only your top 50 and I like your top 10. I'm also very, very offended that Somebody to Love is not higher on anybody else's list. I forgot Let me see where about I put, it. I don't even remember it's where I put that. It's such a good song. I love it specifically because of Ella Enchanted. It stuck in my head from when I was a child and it's there. Yeah. I think she was like singing or dancing to impress like ogres so they didn't like cook her in a soup or something. I think oh. that is legitimately the scene. I haven't seen Ella Enchanted in a hot minute. Why have we talked about Anne Hathaway? Why have I talked about Anne Hathaway multiple times on this podcast I have, specifically? I have no clue. Dan's looking up his list. Do I have any other notes? I'm fuck just, did I put some money Do I have any other notes? Um, here are my exact... Here's my notes. You see that? Boom. Okay. My notes are... <clears throat> Every TikTok impersonating Rami Malek is so accurate. Brian May casting is perfect. Reed is much hotter and much slimier in Rocket. Not Rocket Man, in Rocket. Rocket. It is really hard type with these nails. Um, it's really hard talk, too. Top Queen songs. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I listed four. I didn't list five. And so, then my final note is, I don't think they know what pacing is. So, lo- what were your top two? Love of My Life, and what was the other one? Somebody to Love. Yeah, neither of those were my top 50. <laughs> I lied. Jeez. <laughs> This man you breaks my heart suck, daily. Man. I'm sorry. I'm excited Those are like for you the only leave, Queen Dan. songs I know. I don't, do I only know eight Queen songs? How about? Oh no! Oh, I found somebody to love. It's number eight. Oh good. That one's number good. eight. It's the other so one good. is not there. Somebody to love is a bop. Okay. Mm. Well, anyway, um, why so, didn't I say Fat Bottom Girls? So, Fat Bottom Girls is a bop. It is. It is. It's oh, top twenty. Fuck um. That Okay. Coming from AFAP. So, the 20th Century Fox <laughs> opening, I, yeah, I no, said it cool. when first started, it was like, fucking dope. But it's even better, because Roger and Brian May both did that. That's cooler now that I think about That's it. That's so cool. Like, oh, they I both know. did okay. that opening. I didn't love it. Now that I know that it was them, I definitely appreciate it a yeah, little bit more. Oh, that's so cool. Red blanket. Good job. Um, yeah, that that was just something I <laughs> felt, felt like mentioning. Um, oh, Adam Lambert has a cameo. He is the, the trucker boy. Yes, he's trucker boy in one of the, that um, awakens the montage Freddy scenes. <laughs> yes. That <laughs> Which is a perfect role for him, honestly, because that's definitely how Adam Lambert's teenage years went of Freddie Mercury awakening his sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure like his audition for American Idol he was probably. Bohemian Rhapsody. Probably. I wouldn't I'm pretty sure it. that's what it was. Ironic. Yeah. It really is. I think it's really, really cool, though, because, like, you think about people who are, like, living their dream right now, and Adam Lambert is absolutely one of those people. Oh, for sure. He Mm -hmm. is living his best life. Well, I think it's kind of cool. Like, in the movie, even Freddie Mercury says that, like, like, I'm exactly the person I'm meant to be. So, like, not many people get to that point where they realize exactly, like, they're doing what they're meant to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But that was spot on. Like, Freddie Mercury, like, he... Yes. That brings me to another one of my points. Uh, the central point of the film to me is what (laughs) (laughs) I'm very confused right now the chicken no it's not the chicken the central point point of the film to me is be yourself who cares what other people think 
That is what the central theme mm. to me of this movie is. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I can respect that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it just makes sense. I mean, that's um, who Freddie Mercury was. So, we... Did you want to keep going? No, that, okay. that's all this I had to say. Go ahead. <clears throat> we talked about this while we were watching the movie. Nobody is ever going yeah. to be able to be Freddie Mercury. No doubt. Nobody can ever replace him. Not Adam Lambert. <laughs> not no, obviously not. Yeah. But every generation will have someone who like is their generation's equivalent. Okay. Who do you think it is? Okay, so by this generation, what do you mean? Like Do you mean Gen Z or do you mean like in the both. like past like 10 years? Yeah, give or take. Okay. Um cuz Gen Z specifically Billie Eilish. <laughs> no. No. I just think no, I th- I'm just saying her album every every song was a pop. Okay, that's cool. You're wrong though. She's thinking of a spot on example. You're okay. gonna have to say because I don't. I, Do you have? Can you think of anyone over the past like 10, 15 years? Beyonce. Anybody who I listen to? No. <laughs> I don't pay attention to pop culture that much. Maybe okay. Their sound <laughs> isn't their sound isn't similar, but as individuals, Harry Styles. No. Yes. Okay. No. Keep going. Yes. Keep talking. You, you need to. You need to convince me on this one. Do you see like the like this man like he's game changing and he's groundbreaking like fucking like we'll even look at his Vogue cover that everyone like hated because oh, he's wait. wearing a dress. I got it. I mean, who gives a shit about the fucking Vogue N- cover? No, no. But what I'm saying is like Harry Styles is our maybe our modern Freddie Mercury right now. I love uh, that man. His music is one. flawless. He's also so fucking talented. Yeah, I'm not, so I'm not doubting talented. that. So talented. And I think it's just like a... Like, to kind of very briefly go down this role on addressing, like, sexuality and, like, gender roles and whatnot and, like, not giving the fuck. Like, Harry Styles is up there. Yeah. I and, guess, like, yeah. That's, that's what I'm meaning in terms of... I don't mean Freddie Mercury just in terms of, like, music and talent. I mean, like, as the entire persona... Listen, I think... F- so... I, I don't know. Yes, if you're talking about Persona of Freddie Mercury, mm-hmm. I could see definitely for mm-hmm. Harry Styles, but if we're talking about a band, may not exist anymore, but Linkin Park, Chester Bennington, and Mike Shinoda. I haven't listened to Linkin Park at all, so I cannot agree or disagree. Why, why can't you see that? They're both fucking masters at what they do. They were masters both- in the 90s. Did you just say the 90s? The well, first or, early, early 2000s. 2000s. I was going to say, yeah, 2000s. <laughs> well, so that's another good discussion of, like, who are... They were very we, of their time, is do what I we have, yes, for sure. Have we witnessed any... Like, cause, because, like, Queen's music like, clearly doesn't age. Like, yeah, no. it, it, that shit's like a fine wine. Like, that's it fair. keeps getting better. Have we seen anyone from, like, 2000 on that is, like, similar? I'm not sure if we have enough time to pass. Maybe in a um, cut-in we can figure this out, but I can't think of shit right now. No, and I kind of <laughs> wish I thought about this sooner. But, like, I can't... And, I mean, it's partially because, like, like the... Obviously, like, classic rock is classic for a reason. Mm-hmm. And because it's kind of had time to sit and age and grow. But, I mean, that's just, that was just the whole, like, the whole genre of 80s music, like... Why are you laughing at me? Sorry, you just did a hard swallow. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely tried to keep a burp in. Thank you very much. Uh. We just, I don't know, like, I, I don't think we've had anything that com- that has compared. I agree. Like, I can't think of an equivalent. I think that, like... I, I can just see... Not I, to be... I'm not going to pull the I was born in the wrong generation card or some bullshit because that's stupid. <laughs> but I was born in the wrong generation. That's music, exactly what people say bef- when they're going to say the same thing. No, but music <laughs> in 2020, like the shit that's popular right now is... It's not Pretty like dog shit. Yep. Young Gravy do slap. Yeah. Young Gravy makes some bops. We were just talking about this earlier with the Grammys. Like, WAP, it's a bop. Okay. Artistic value? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. And that's why <laughs> I think that Taylor Swift winning the Grammy for Album of the Year with Folklore was well deserved. Fine. That woman Let, don't get me is no, 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 no. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I'm not having more of this discussion. I'm leaving it here. That woman is a lyrical genius. Okay. 
Fine, whatever. Okay. Okay. Thank no. you. Okay. Anyway, back to Thank the movie. Thank you for how, coming to my TED how awful, talk. Um, how awful the editing was. I, just, I really just want to hit on this point. It talk won, about the scene. It won best editing. Which one? Which scene? Fill the it. scene when, when they meet fucking John Reed. When they meet him at the fucking table. Okay. I watched an entire breakdown of this a video of this entire fucking scene, and it clearly pointed out every fu- like, too many fucking cuts. And because it was all because there's a contract contractual deal of each member had to have the same amount of fucking screen time in the one fucking scene. So they had to keep cutting back and making unnecessary cuts and make instead of doing like, oh, there was one there was like a, there was a thing about like there was a two shot of Roger and Brian May and but but they were trying to in- incorporate Freddie too, but not the bass player or something because he already had a shot of himself or in a single shot, and it was just so stupid. And it just it, looking back at it, it actually boggled my mind. It's sh- it's sh- cut like cut 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 See, every like, two seconds. I still don't even notice that. That's a, we that's will... the third time I've seen that movie, and I still don't notice it. Maybe you know I'm the just... one outside, right? Yeah, the one outside where they're where at they're... the where they're at the table where they meet him for the first time, yeah, where they're yeah. talking about the promotional tour in Japan and everything. I don't even see. It, it doesn't like stick in my mind. That's not the scenes that stick in my mind. So like, it doesn't bother me. Like, um, but I'm just saying when you're looking at it anal- analytically, looking at it, um, like, oh, this this film, we're looking at this for editing, and you look at this scene. This this fucking scene. You can really say that's best editing of the year. No. Really? No. That really so, pissed me off. No, like that's valid. Don't like I think sound editing could have been okay. Film editing <laughs> maybe not. I'm very convinced. Um, I'm, I'm literally. I convinced. think they gave them the wrong award. I Ooh, think they, like they they messed up in terms yeah, of like they meant to, no they meant to give them sound editing and they gave them film editing I'm on convinced accident. That's what happened. <laughs> Either that or the film editing is based only on the chicken scene. See, the chicken scene is also deserved. <laughs> See, this is another thing I want to get into, is the four awards that Bohemian Rhapsody won. Please talk about them. So, One let's, ta- is let's start with Best Actor. Yes. Deserved. So, yes. Rami Malek's the is only it? thing keeping this movie truly afloat. Yes. Is it? Rami Malek's performance. So we got Bradley Cooper with A Star is Born. That was fine. Um... Willem Dafoe at Addie Turner's Gate. I really, really, really want to see that, and I'm mad at myself that I haven't seen it yet. Addie Turner's Gate? Yeah. Viggo yeah. Mortensen for Green Book. I, I haven't seen, seen it, it, so I couldn't tell you. I am Italian. Racist is bad. But Christian Bale for Vice. No, and don't get me wrong. Like, you. Dude, Christian Bale became You've Dick got Cheney. me on that one. Like, as much as I think that. Like, that was deserved, but I think, like. Honestly, I just feel like it, it's Rami was better. Like, well, like better at portraying the real person, or like better at and dramatically doing it. I think that one. Okay. Like Christian Bale and Dick Cheney are the same person now. Right. He, like the, he, the he you know how him. you know how Brian May was Brian May in the movie. Yeah. Like, the guy who played Brian May is just Brian May. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale is just Dick Cheney. Like, don't get me wrong. But I feel like you... I I don't know. Like, in a way, like, obviously not knowing a lot about Dick Cheney. He's a fucking fat old white man. Why do I care? Rami Malek really, like, got into Freddy. Yeah. Like, seeing, like, the flair... And the dramatization, and just like there's so much more personality, and not just a fucking egg. <laughs> Dick Cheney is an egg, and don't get me wrong, Christian Bale did a fantastic job. That transformation is unmatched, for sure, for sure. But I still think that Rami Malek kind of like he's just that little cherry on top, you know? Yeah, he like played it with flavor. just a just a little bit of a chef's kiss. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's go to editing. So no. we got, we're just at editing. I know, but we didn't discuss we think, the other winner, the want, other nominees. Oh, yeah. Editing completely undeserved. Fuck that. <laughs> so we got Bohemian Rhapsody. We mm-hmm. got Black Klansman. Okay. We got The Favorite, which I haven't seen. I haven't I seen, seen it yet. Green Book again. I haven't seen it. <laughs> and Vice. I listen. Vice. Um, I don't. Rem- I don't. Don't remember editing on Vice very well. <clears throat> editing supposed to be like. 
if you want to go by the basics of editing, it's like from shot to shot, mm-hmm. montage, can it tell a cohesive story well? So the they sequence of shots, I think I think Vice has a lot of good sequences that <clears throat> that can weave in and out of mm-hmm. from clever Listen to um standard Adam McKay? Yeah. He did a good job of making me interested in the story of a fat old white man. I'll give him that. <laughs> Who was the vice president. <laughs> cool. That makes me that, that's dislike That's why him he more. was important. I'm just saying. But what I'm saying is, like, this story of a fat old white man who co-hosted 9-11. <laughs> Cut that out, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We're not even... No, we are not talking about the best performance in Vice. We're not going to talk about Vice much longer, I promise. Christian Bale was not the best performance in Vice, and you know it. Oh, yeah. He, well, he did win. He won, I thought. Yes. It's what is Sam Rockwell, right? Yeah. We're fucking George Bush. The way he eats that chicken uh, wing. He oh, is George God. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so are you guys saying... We should do Vice. <laughs> that yeah, would be good I think one. we just discovered that maybe... Hey, um, spoiler alert, season three. Maybe... Probably not. We're trying to dip into some new uncharted territories. Season three, boys. we're going to reserve for Mamma Mia because we're never doing Mamma Mia. We're definitely, we're just going to keep Mama pushing Mia. it. No, seriously, we're, no, we're just going to do all musicals. Season three, please, please, Shrek, 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 Shrek. What have I, what have I, what have I done? Please, please, right. please. No, Shrek the musical is a masterpiece. Okay. The set, stunning. The costumes, fantastic. <laughs> the music, the lyrics, the score, Farquad. Amazing. Okay, okay, sweet Jesus. Back to Thank back you for to coming reality. to my third TED Talk today. <laughs> sound editing and sound mixing. So for sound editing, obviously Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Black Panther. Well, hold on. Can I, can I make a distinction between, because most people still, does, still okay, don't ahead, understand ahead, the difference between sound editing and sound mixing. Just go ahead. Sound editing is where the sounds are placed. Please stop talking. It's very distracting to the viewer as I've listened to the podcast before. When we're all talking over each other... It sounds terrible, and I hate it. Steph, are you going to talk? No. Why not? Because you're going to fucking yell at me. Because every time I talk, and every time I have fun on podcasts, you're like, oh, Shepard, shut up. You're being annoying. You're distracting the listeners. <laughs> and then the other times, you're like, oh, Sap, how come you never evolved? How come you never say anything? Why aren't you a part of the podcast? It's like, maybe I don't fucking live here, so I can't do all the outros and the editing all the time. Maybe you yell at me every time I talk and say I'm distracted and I'm annoyed, and maybe I just don't want to fucking do it anymore because you're going to yell at me because you're a dumb bitch! But she loves you. No, I don't. All right. Sound editing is where the sounds are placed. Sound mixing is how loud each sound is compared to each other. Congratulations. Okay. There we go. Yeah. All right. So so for sound editing, where, where the sounds are placed. Steph's hiding now. We got Black Panther, First Man, A Quiet Place, and Roma. So I think A Quiet Place should have won for that. <laughs> Which is really funny because it's a movie without any fucking sound, but yeah, I know, it. but like they, Stop. they did such a hole. good job. I don't be here anymore. <laughs> All right, for sound mixing, we got Black Panther, First Man, Roma. <laughs> Look at that. Fucking mad at you. And A Star is Born. That was mean. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't care about any of these. I didn't hear anything you said. You damn, are the worst kind of person. <laughs> so well, that's I just want to make it good for the viewer. Yeah, you didn't fucking listen. <laughs> All right, so Black we don't Panther. We have viewers. We have first listeners. First Man. Sorry. Roma and the Star is Born. Okay. For mixing? Yes. Okay. First Man. Star is Born? I haven't I seen know. it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. First okay, Man. Okay. Well, great, I haven't seen great it. talk. Yeah, great talk. Great talk. First Man's got to be good. Great talk. I love all of his other Damien stuff. Damien Chazelle. It's Damien Chazelle. It's got to be good. Maybe you should watch it. Maybe I should watch it. <laughs> La La Land. Top tier, whiplash, okay. unmatched. First man, it's gotta be at least okay. You, you, you're up here. You gotta bring it down a little bit. I'm sorry. I'll leave. We're all we're all just staring at Dan now. I'm I'll, sorry. I'll, I'm, I'll just, I'm just I'm just I'm just I do I'll it to leave. him all the time. <laughs> you're up here. No, I'll go. Did you bring it down? No, here. I do it to him no, all the time. I'll, I'll let oh you my go. god, it's Seth. Fine. All right, just so. like that lesbian on TikTok. Oh. 
I won't what? let you go. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> so, uh, oh, so when they were talking, when they were doing the uh, thing with another one bites the dust in the recording studio, that yeah. was the only time they all like actually played together as a band. That's like, pretty cool. In a whole entire movie, like all the actors. Interesting. Which is really cool. I don't know. So it's pretty cool when they when they get involved and stuff and actually like perform. Yeah, right. performers. Yeah, and not just like Yeah, yeah, they're just like <laughs> lip syncing the whole time. Or just yeah. Yeah. Fake faking it. Here's something like I didn't really understand. Um why did his dad hug him at the end? Where why was that? Didn't, why didn't you understand that? Where was the character arc for for his dad? You right. Okay. Well, like <sighs> You know what I mean? Like, he knows his son is, like, actually made it. And, like, he's just kind of showing that he's proud of him. I think that's the biggest thing, like, with this scene. Well, yeah, I know. Because I, I, it, it had to happen. Because, like, you know, the character arc for Freddy, that his dad re- or basically redeems him. Mm-hmm. But where's the character arc for the dad? Because, like, the last scene is him being like, can we turn off the TV? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, the last scene is him saying, "Can we turn on the TV?" No, 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 no. no, no. Before that, he's like, yeah. he's like, oh. like, he's like, turn off the TV. I don't want to watch my son. Yeah, we don't see enough of the dad to actually get like character development. But and like, that's why I'm saying that we see too much of Freddy's downfall and not enough of anything else. Exactly. Am I down enough now? Oh my is god! Is it better? Oh my god! It was a joke. <laughs> Listen, um, <laughs> I said I was sorry. <laughs> she's fake mad at me it's okay um so the other thing with that like it's just the trope of like the dad being like over like overbearing and not like he's just the typical son the the dad that just doesn't approve of his son's lifestyle yeah, yeah. did you it's mean whiplash trope. yes exactly <laughs> you get it <laughs> Sure. You said we could watch it last night. We you can, know what we didn't watch last night? Whiplash. Fucking Whiplash. I know. We can watch it. Jeez. Oh no, it's okay. okay. We watched episode three last night instead. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> um, so, uh, Danny, what else you got? You, we haven't, we haven't uh, heard you talk I mean, about. I just I just have more of like, okay, here's how I would want. Here's how I would want. Okay, let me, let me preface. This is how the story actually went. So they rushed through act one. Should have been the first half. Uh, Spend so long in the downfall of two acts for this, and then they shoehorn in Queen's Biggest Hits. Here's how yes. I want it to go. It should have been the first half up to the midpoint rise. Queen's rise up to the midpoint. All about Queen. I want, I want it about the band. Because Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Bohemian Rhapsody isn't just Freddy. Yes, I know. It's Queen. I, I understand that. All right. I mean, I guess, I guess I'm the trying to change the nature. made into a big band. That's what they are. I'm trying to change... <laughs> What what like I guess what they set out to make the movie about, which is about Freddie Mercury, but it seems like this would be a way better tee up tee up movie to make about Queen the band. Yeah. So um, so it's all about the rise up until the midpoint. Then the midpoint is where the band starts to distance themselves. They start getting mad at Freddie because he starts taking up too much of the spotlight. Yeah. Right, and then they break up. Second half is a downfall of Freddie. So we have we have a. a a down downfall to the third plot point, where it's like where the third plot point is the lowest point, which we somewhat got that, except it was like kind of half-assed and like fast and slow, then fast again. Then third act again, we they do live aid and climax at the end of the show resolution after the AO scene. Okay, boom. That's what I don't know. So most of the second half is kind of intact. Yeah. Where the band comes back together and they do live aid and stuff. Um, if you're, I mean, if you're gonna, if you really want to include the whole AIDS thing, um, you can. You're just well, know that you're changing history because that's not how it happened. That's not how it happened. What part exactly? He didn't find about? out he had AIDS until after live aid. Okay. So yeah, but they changed a lot of things, like because that's what Hollywood does. Like right, I know to make it cohesive and do it like a like a regular story. Yes. But if you're gonna change it, change it in a good way. That's like yeah. change change the beats of like the beats of the story to when when you make up or when you when like they come up with the, these like milestone songs. You know what I mean? You could have like the first plot points like, "Hey, I got this new jam called Killer Queen. Let's let's fucking make it." You know what I mean? Midpoint, Bohemian Rhapsody, 
right? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, it could have worked. But that's the big thing. Bohemian Rhapsody came out in 76, and then the next part wouldn't be till 81 or 82. That's a five-year gap. Like, that's... Right. It's like... It's... Their history is weird, too, though, man. So, like... But they changed, arguably, the biggest... The biggest history plot point and moved it... Moved it right before the concert. Yeah, well, I'm sure he was having symptoms at that point, but, like, not as, like profound as they made it out to be mm-hmm. but yeah no I, I see what you're saying I'm like, saying they, 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 they wishy-washy the it's whole thing it's just how Hollywood works man that's I know that's just how it works you know that I know and they it's just like studio interference and how that's mo- how most creative movies because this could have been a banger this could have been a great movie mm-hmm. because I mean it's Freddie Mercury and Queen and you know who who's not going to want to see that? And like, and then they went the easy way out. Like, oh, let's just play Queen's greatest hits. Let's make it into the generic story structure that we have for biopics, but also make it shitty at the same time. Yes. And let's give it best editing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get over that. It's yeah. the stupidest decision. I've I ever completely seen. agree, man. Uh, got any more points that you uh, want to talk about? Like, I mean, I I got nothing else I really want to talk about. Uh, I mean, something quick. I hate Paul. He's the villain of the movie, so I, yeah. they did a good job with, with that. Yeah. Um, oh, fun fact. Queen was playing so loud at Live Aid that um, it interfered they, with they the, kinda, te- the television They kind of alluded to that when the guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah whether they changed them. So that must have been, like, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Like, like you, if you look at actual recordings of Live Aid, you see, like, the lines going through the television signal, which is, I thought that was pretty cool. It's crazy, man. <laughs> Dude, that's... When probably the biggest concert of all time, I would yeah. say it. It's definitely the largest for sure. Over a hundred fifty yeah. countries. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. I mean, that's like how big that concert was. Yeah. I wonder how much money they made. I'm checking. <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. We have a fact um, checker. Well, she is our fact checker. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, yeah, but Live Aid is just. Everybody, well, most people know about that. Like, I mean, the thing about Live Aid, Queen is the only band I know that performed there. I could, I couldn't tell you any other bands. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> it's like you know what I mean. It was a sixteen-hour thing, so like there were bands all the time playing, and like Queen was the one that like everybody knows. Not even if they were there, but, like they know that Queen played there, and yeah. that was what made them known as to what they are today. Like that's pretty it's, cool. Yeah, it's crazy. Um I mean was that would that was that like their biggest biggest concert? Um, Easily. They raised one hundred and twenty seven million. Jeez. Holy. Which what's the one hundred twenty seven million? For that time though, dude It's oh. only eighty seven. <clears throat> Wait no, was it eighty seven? Okay. 85. Let me check. <clears throat> Yeah, look at the you know, like in, inflation rates. Yeah. I don't know. But jeez, man. Like that's it's a lot of money. Yeah. Even if it is just that. I mean I mean good for them. Uh that's 310 million today. Yeah. I'm that's sure. more growth than I thought it would be. <laughs> oh, I Damn. was expecting like 500 million. But still that's that's crazy, man. That's yeah. just crazy. I mean, and it's all for charity, so that's what, that was mm-hmm. a great thing that they did. And yeah, anyway, that's all I got. Yeah, Seth, what else, you got anything else you want to talk about? I got nothing, mention? unfortunately. All right, Danny, what do you get this movie? On second viewing, considering what I've seen twice now, also skipping the live aid scene because I think it doesn't add anything to the story. <laughs> um, it's fantastically put together. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, so it's very well done. I'll give it credit for that. The the amount of effort, but. It's a... It's a bonus feature. Yeah, it's just a bonus feature. The entire Live Aid concert is literally a bonus feature. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, did they do a great job with it? Yeah. Is it really, really nice to watch? Yeah. Is it too much? Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. (laughs) Well, it's a full, like, hour of, like, content that they recorded, right? Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, um, considering all that, I'm going to have to give this one a 78. That's okay. really high. Okay. Yeah, I know. What do you give it then, Seb? So I liked it the second time. Dude, but. I was going to say like a 65. 
Yikes. It passes. Passing grade. It's a passing grade. In high school, it's a passing grade. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like a 70. So it's high. 68.5. Cool. 67.5. That's how the math works. But why, why, do you give it, why do you give it that low? I just didn't. It doesn't do it for me. In what way? It's rushed. It doesn't cover enough. It covers too much of shit that I don't care about. Okay. And it's not Rocket Man. Okay. You said 68.5? No, 67.5. 67.5. Sorry. I'm giving it an 83. Okay. Um, so Let me do the math. I swear to God, if it's three, if it's eight, it uh, four be. and a half stars. It won't be. It won't be. 67.5 plus 78 no, plus 83. Do you say right? 63? I said 78. No, you said 68.5. No, 60, hang on, stop. 67.5 plus 78. Plus 83. 83. Divided by three. 76. That's three and a half stars. That's okay. very average. That's, that's fine. That's okay. about what it It's a three be. and a half star movie. Um, anyway, I I give it an 83 just because, like, yeah, it's a really well, um, um, let's watch my thought. Uh, it was a very well thought out way of, um, bringing the band of Queen together. It wasn't executed really well. Um, they could have done better. It, it doesn't help that they lost the director halfway through, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but, and it's, two different directors' visions on the movie. But I think, you know, it's still solid as a movie. It, the, just the Queen's music in general and, like, the acting of Rami Malek. I think we're going to blow your socks off next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think. All right, well, we'll Did see. Did Rocket Man <laughs> blows this one out of the park? We'll That's, see. Well, honestly, I liked Bohemian Rhapsody a lot more before I saw Rocket Man. Interesting. Yeah. Rocket Man did everything and better. Interesting. Yeah. Except for the one song that they needed to nail for me. Also, the music is just better, period. I like Elton John more than I like Queen. Ooh, that's a... That's... Mm, mm, okay. I don't care. I put Elton them John on par slaps. with each other. Nah, man. Mm. Queen is better than the Drollster. Yes. Billy, Billy Joel's fine. He's all right, yeah. Elton John. Debatable. Elton John. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's Bo Rap. Shepard's so fucking mad. Bo Rap. Shepard, okay. She, she not mad. She, she's mad. She mad. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so that was Bo Rap, as Danny mentioned. I said that. And, yeah, oh, it was... It's good. <laughs> wow! Jeez, okay. Um, it's gonna be a weird DoorDash session. <laughs> Okay, uh, we're Movie Drunks. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the handle at Movie Drunks Cast. I'm Dan. I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny underscore Wass or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Wass. Also, consider follow us on Letterboxd at Movie Drunks. Sep, would you like to include anything? Hi, I'm Sep, and I'm now single, so hit me up at Ashley.Assessera on Instagram. My Snapchat is Assessera 2.0. That's, yeah. <laughs> Give me dumb fucking bitch. So that's just me. Yeah, no, no, I don't think they will. They I don't think anyone's going to do anything. This is a very sexually aggressive episode, and I don't like it. Um, so, I mean, what better podcast to do it on? No, but now I'm single. More like sexually Okay, but no, now I'm single, and Chris for. is going to put his pee-pee in your butt. <laughs> okay. Um, so, next week, we're obviously watching what? Uh <laughs> Are we gonna sing it? Are we gonna sing it? <laughs> Which version are we doing though? Just do however you want to do it. We get, we'll edit, are we doing we'll edit it. Yes, do that. We we don't need to. <laughs> Cheers, bitch. Ah.